Big Rab Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out g1reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show podcast. Well, hello there. <laughs> uh, it's time for another Big Rab Show podcast. And yeah, if I sound a little downtrodden and a bit, yeah, defeated, it's because I'm sure you guys have seen the announcement by now about the cancellation of the Scottish Championships and the Worlds for 2021. Of course, we're going to talk about it on this week's show. And yeah, we have some weekly drones on the topic. I think, quite frankly, at the very beginning, before we even get into the news and all of that, I think we all seen it coming. We did all expect this. We did think it was on the cards. It shouldn't come as a huge surprise to us here in the piping scene. And it's definitely not a surprise to us here in the Big Rab Show team. Uh, but at the same time, it is a bit crap, really. But hey, there we go. That's the news that it is, and it's the week that it's in, and it's time for another Big Rap Show podcast! Yeah, <laughs> let's get into things, shall we, before we start delving into all of that negativity. Yes, if this is your first ever Big big Rap Show podcast, then where have you been? We have been doing this for the longest time, and we have a huge back catalogue of stuff for you guys that you can delve through throughout the years. We've talked about everything, possibly, in the bagpiping scene, and that's exactly what we do here in the Rap Show. If it's got bagpipes in it, around it, or near it at all, then we are the show for you. Reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or our bread and butter, which is competitive piping and drumming. Each and every week we talk about what we know and love to be the music of the Great Highland Bagpipe in all of its forms. So, yes, stay with us. We will be talking all about the latest and greatest in the piping scene, plus... We've got a really quite an incredible interview with a chap called Graham Peters as he talks to us all about his amazing service for drummers called Alba Rhythm. And if you aren't aware of Alba Rhythm, then yeah, stay tuned for this week's topic of the week. It'll be quite an interesting interview, I assure you. Yeah, but yeah, by way of introduction, welcome. So like every other podcast out there, we do have a Patreon. And I have to say, the good folks over on Patreon there are living like lords at the moment. Those guys are absolutely spoiled. There's so much stuff happening over on Patreon at the moment. So much content. And uh, yeah, we're very proud of it. And we love our Patreon faithful. Uh, So yeah, if you do want to help support the show, you know, go over there to Patreon. Click on support. I think the link's actually in the show notes as you're listening to this. And, uh, yeah, you can get your mitts on tons of extra piping stuff. You know, you do get exclusive interviews back there, episodes of Big Rab Show Plus. Plus, you also get our weekly Fuse FM Ballon Money radio show catch-up service. So if you do happen to miss our live radio show on Fuse FM, then you can also go and catch it and re-listen to it again on Patreon. There you are. So download it, take it with you, and enjoy. There you are. So, <clears throat> I know it seems like a shameless plug for Patreon, but we always love to give a little bit of a mention to our Patreon at the start of every pod, so why not? Now, this past week, I have to say, has been quite an interesting week in the piping scene, not just because of the news that dropped from RSPBA HQ with the cancellations, but there's been quite a lot of other stuff happening, and we've got loads to talk about on this week's show. 
quite a lot to pack in. Now, I have to give a mention right at the top of the show, actually, to Tartan Tunes. Yeah, shout out to Davey and Peter, who had me as part of their online television show, uh, which was just the best crack. Hanging out with Davey and Peter and just talking all about... Well, frankly, just talking about myself, which was altogether uncomfortable. I'm not used to it, you know, being interviewed rather than being the the person asking the questions. But it was cool. You know, we played some of the music and stuff that I was involved in throughout the years. Uh, You would have seen a competitive video of me playing with the Quinn back in the day. Uh, You also seen me singing on national television. That's embarrassing. Plus, they played a clip or two from uh, the Big Rab Show live at Pipe and Live, which was all sorts of awesome. So, yeah, if you are interested in that, you can go and check it out. Plus, uh, Abigail Pride was on that show as well. And, yeah, you guys know we had Abigail on a previous podcast. And, yeah, she was absolutely fantastic on Tartan Tunes over the weekend, I think. Yeah, absolutely superb. What a talent and what an incredible voice. She sung three beautiful songs on there. And, yeah, I don't know. I was on afterwards and just felt, yeah. You know when the opening act was just like way better than the second act? That kind of thing. Yeah, so <laughs> it was fantastic. So I had a great experience. So go and check, check it out on social media, of course. You can get it on their YouTube, their Facebook, Twitter. They're all over the place. Tartan Tunes. And uh, yeah, dead excited to see what those guys produce in the future. It's an incredible show. So great stuff. Also, in my own personal news... Today, I actually got stuck with a needle, and yeah, I've got the vaccine. Whoopee! So, (laughs) uh, for all others out there who are still waiting on getting the vaccine and all the rest, um, yeah, don't worry, your turn will come. But I have to say, you know, my own personal opinion is, is that I would rather catch the vaccine than catch the COVID, you know? So, yeah. That's a personal update on me. I did decide to go and get myself the vaccine. And uh, yeah, feeling all together very smug. But it's great that I have the vaccine now. I'm just waking, waiting on my second dose and all that stuff. So good times. Good times here in the UK. I do think that the vaccination uh, rollout here in Northern Ireland specifically has been really, really successful. I think they've been vaccinating hundreds of thousands of people now. It's been really, really successful. So, yeah. And if anything, my experience of going through that system was incredibly easy. So if you have been on the fence thinking maybe you should, maybe you shouldn't, and if you have the option, my advice is definitely go. Yeah, you should. You know, the process is dead simple. Uh, Yeah, so go and do it. Get the vaccine. Okay, in other news, I have to give uh, yeah a big mention. Of course, over the weekend, we've seen the huge funeral of His Majesty Prince Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh. And everyone around the world was watching. I have to say, uh, to the men and women of the armed forces who were involved in all the ceremonial duties, I have to say they were absolutely incredible. You know, and uh, yeah, there wasn't much in the way of piping involved. However, we were well represented by Pipe Major Peter Grant of the Highlanders for Scots, who played an absolutely incredible rendition of the Flowers of the Forest at the end of the funeral. And I have to say, there wasn't a dry eye in the house. It was simply note perfect, pitch perfect. I, I couldn't have asked for a better performance of Flowers of the Forest. I've never heard it played so well like that it was simply incredible so i have to give a massive shout out to pipe major peter grant i think he'd done an incredible job and under an intense amount of pressure uh yeah (laughs) for anyone who's ever piped at a wedding or a funeral this is probably as big as it'll ever get you know with millions upon millions around the world 
watching you on television. Imagine if he struck up his pipes and something went wrong. You just get the shivers, don't you, thinking about it. But obviously, he was completely professional and everything was tuned perfectly and the performance itself was incredible. So I have to say, yeah, massive well done and congratulations to pipe major uh, Peter Grant. Yeah, what an absolutely stunning performance. Now, of course, everyone has shared it out on social media. You're bound to have seen it all over the place uh, as it happens. And uh, yeah, so if you haven't caught that performance, do yourself a favour. Go and watch it, even if you don't like the tune. I know some people out there that don't like to hear Flowers of the Forest. They think it's very depressing. Yes, it is a depressing tune. That's the point. But yeah, go and watch the performance full of emotion and just played impeccably. It was absolutely brilliant. Okay, moving on. Yeah, normally at this point in the show, we would normally get into listener mail. And I have to say, the listener mail we received this week, well, number one was people asking about getting links to Isla Stout's brand new book. I have to give a a mention to Isla on last week's podcast. Thank you so much for taking time to chat to us. And I do wish you well with your new collection, the Stout Collection. Um, People asking for links and stuff to pre-order, I don't think it's available yet. It hasn't actually been officially launched yet. So we haven't had any links to give out to anyone right now. But as soon as we know more information, of course, about launch details and where you can grab copies of it and stuff, then definitely we will let you know. Uh, But the interview with Isla and everything went fantastically well. I think it was a great chat. And yeah, as soon as we know more information about the release of the book and how you can get it, Yeah, we will let you know. So that's to come. Now, all their listener mail, as you can imagine, was all pretty much centred around the big news of the week. Or the news of the year, I suppose. (laughs) The news of the week and the year, which was the cancellation of the Scottish and the World Championships. And we got a lot of mail about this. Some positive, some negative, but I also have to say we do have some weekly drones on the topic, so we will talk more about it in a second. (sighs) (laughs) I just don't know what to say. But yeah, I think it's time at this point in the show where we would normally, yeah, it's time for Word of the Week here in the Big Rap Show. Word of the Week here on the Big Rabsha Podcast. Proud. Yes, you might well ask yourself, why is this week's Word of the Week proud? It doesn't make much sense, does it? But I have to say, that was the overwhelming feeling that I had as I was watching the procession and all of the pomp and ceremony and everything of the funeral over the weekend of His Royal Highness Prince Philip. And, um, yeah, seeing Pipe Major Peter Grant playing that, I just felt so proud to be involved in some small way in the bagpiping scene. And, yeah, you know, whenever people hear performances like that, that honestly, it really piques their interest in going, wow, that was really beautiful. You know, it was kind of poignant... If anything, I would say it was one of my personal highlights of the weekend. And, you know, watching that happening, yeah, I just honestly felt a sense of pride. And I think it's something that us in the bagpiping scene, we don't really take time to feel proud of what we do. You know, playing the Great Highland bagpipes, honestly, it is the most difficult instrument to play bar none. I should know. I've been learning how to play this blinking thing, and I'm still nowhere near even getting 
get, getting on a set of pipes and playing with a band or all that sort of stuff. I'm getting there, but it's just really slow progress. And I think for any of you guys out there who have lifted pipes in the competitive circle, played at a wedding or a funeral, anything like that, if you have mastered it to the point where you can play a tune confidently, you should honestly feel proud of yourself. And I mean that. I mean that in the best possible sense. There's no harm in taking pride in what you do. If you can play competitively or you can just play for the fun of it, then there honestly is no harm in feeling proud of being able to say that you're a competitive piper or you know you have been able to play at certain venues. You can play with a band. You can just play for fun. There's nothing wrong, I think, in my opinion, at this point of feeling proud of what you do and being part of the piping world and being part of that pipe band life, you know? So there you go. That's this week's Word of the Week. Proud. Yeah. Okay. So moving on, I have a couple of big news stories, of course, that we have to talk about. And I've mentioned them at least a half dozen times now already. Of course, the big cancellations. But before we get to that, we have another little news story that the RSPBA managed to trickle in there just before they dropped the big cancellation news. Yeah, on the 18th of April, they published on their website something that really had people scratching their heads thinking, what the heck does this mean? Yeah, apparently on the 17th of April, the board of directors in the RSPBA had met and proposals from the music board had been approved. Now, what exactly did this mean? A good question, but apparently it gives permission for the music board to initiate activities which will support player and band engagement as part of a restart strategy. Now, do you want me to say that again? They will be doing or initiating activities which will support player and band engagement as part of a restart strategy. Apparently, we were to hear more information about this in early May as to what this restart strategy is. Now, I have to say, the restart strategy has a lot of people guessing what is this? What do they mean by restart strategy? And they're talking about player and band engagement. Now, what exactly do they mean by engagement? Do they mean by attendance at local branch meetings? Do they mean attendance at competitions? Uh, Who knows? This is incredibly cryptic. It's a three-line paragraph which had the piping world absolutely buzzing since it dropped. And people were messaging us going, Rab, what does this mean? What? We have absolutely no clue. This came from the board of directors at RSPBA, basically saying that they have allowed the music board to do something. And it's called the restart strategy. Now, as to what shape or form this will take, absolutely no clue. Uh, Your guess is as good as ours. But I'm sort of glad, in a way, that they're doing something. You know what I mean? That's you know you should really take comfort from that that something is happening, and they aren't just sitting on their hands here. You know, here we are a year on in the pandemic. It was probably around this time last year, a good while ago now. But the lockdown and all that first started, and now we're starting to see a restart strategy being talked about. So, okay. As soon as we know more information of that, of course, in early May we will definitely let you guys know and. Uh, Yeah, it's going to be a very interesting development to see what the music board come up with and what exactly this restart strategy is that they're talking about. Very interesting. 
Okay, well, let's move on, of course, to the huge topic of the week. Well, it isn't our topic of the week, but it's all anyone's talking about, I suppose. Yeah, the big announcement came on the 19th of April that, first of all, the Scottish Championships in Dumbarton will be cancelled. Now, of course, they were due to happen in July, and we do know that they were kind of hanging on by the skin of their teeth at this point, because bands up until now still have not been able to practice and gather up together. So, to hold a major championship in Dumbarton in July, eh, we did have our doubts. We've said it before on previous RAB shows that we're just not sure about Dumbarton. So the decision came in, and reading the full statement, it said, The decision was taken in consultation with key partners following careful consideration of the latest guidance on mass gatherings available from the Scottish Government, alongside timescales for planning the event. We would like to thank everyone for their continued support of the event and look forward to the championships in 2022. That came from the Board of Directors. So the Scottish is cancelled, and I have to say, we are not overly surprised. We have to know that sounds very defeatist, but yeah, I can't say this came as a huge shock. But what did come as a little bit of a surprise is the Worlds. The Worlds was in August, and we were expecting, if not a World Championship, we were expecting some form of a piping event. Now, that had been rumoured that, you know, the Worlds now might not happen because of international travel not being able to happen. But we might be able to have at least like a Glasgow championship or something to that regard. But no, that's not happening. The world's is off. So, reading the full statement, of course, which dropped on the same day on the 19th, the World Pipe Band Championships, due to take place in Glasgow Green in August, has been cancelled. The event would normally attract around 200 bands from around the world to compete and is expected to return to Glasgow in twenty. 22. Now this, and of course this decision didn't come likely, the association themselves, in conjunction with Glasgow Life, supported by Events Scotland, and also as part of the Visit Scotland Events Directorate. So there was a lot of different moving parts here, but yeah, they have had to make the decision and pull the plug. So the new chairman of the RSPBA in his first ever, I think, statement that we've seen, Kevin Riley actually said the following. The World Pipe Band Championships is the competition where bands, pipers and drummers want to test themselves against the very best. It's the showcase of the best pipe bands in the world and it is evident getting bands ready to play the toughest competition in the world and get them to Glasgow is impossible this year. Everyone involved is naturally disappointed, but we remain hopeful and that we can stage the worlds as we know them in 2022. Now, reading other statements, of course, from you know the chief exec from Glasgow Life and from Visit Scotland, the events director and all the rest, all pretty much echoing the same thing, saying how disappointed they were and that they hope that the, the event can return in 2022. Of course, this had a huge outcry from the piping world, some saying... Ah, come on, guys. Seriously, did you think it was going to happen? Wise up. And then there was also those who were saying, ah, that's severely disappointing. You know, and that you guys had said that it was happening, even though we'd asked you like a million times and you still give us the same answer saying, yes, it's happening, it's happening, it's happening. And now it's not. But I have to say there is still a bit of light at the end of the tunnel. The RSPBA may not be able to host the World Championships this year in Glasgow, but... Remember what we've said on a previous Big Rab show, Piping Live is happening this year. Yes, now we did say that's a combination event of both live in-person events and concerts and such, 
um, but as well as online and digitally. So, yeah, piping live is there, you know. So we still have something happening during what would be World's Week. But, yeah, the World's is not happening. When you consider that the World Championships, you know, survived world wars and all this kind of stuff, you know, this is, again, another blip in the road, I suppose. Now, we did open the doors to you guys on our feature, Weekly Drone, which is thebigrabshow.com forward slash Weekly Drone, where you guys can share your thoughts on this. And we're only going to bring you a couple of them this week. We did actually get some other Weekly Drones, but there was a lot of finger pointing and name calling. And there was actually a few accusations thrown out there that we couldn't actually broadcast. So whoever sent those in, apologies. Uh, We did get some finger pointing saying that it was this person's fault, this person's fault, blah, blah, blah. Uh, We can't actually broadcast those because uh, there's no actual hard and fast evidence to say that that is the case. So we did say that Weekly Drone is an open house uh, for you guys to basically broadcast your thoughts and feelings. And that is the case. That is true. But we did say that we will censor things if, uh, yeah, there's cursing and swearing and name calling involved. And also where there's blatant accusations without any evidence to back it up. So... Yeah, apologies to those weekly droners who wanted to point fingers. Uh, We're not in that business. So apologies to those who are expecting to hear their weekly drone this week with names, etc., etc. That ain't happening this week, unfortunately. So there you go. But we do have two quite incredible weekly drones to bring you this week, which I think does kind of give you the juxtaposition to these cancellations and the feelings out there in the piping scene. So, Aaron, I think it's that point in the show, man. It's time for a weekly drone. The Weekly Drone So, the world's is off. Everyone saw this coming. If you didn't, you were deluded. This really shouldn't be a huge topic of conversation at all. Piping and drumming will return. It's survived world wars and other pandemics. It will survive this. We need to stop being so overly dramatic and screw our heads back on. Yes, it's crap right now, but patience is a virtue and it will be worth the wait when we can all return to doing something that we love. Getting through the pandemic is our first, second and third priority. Quite frankly, pipe band competitions don't matter at the moment. People are dying. Families have lost loved ones. People are on ventilators struggling to breathe. Let's sort that out first before going out to play. The constant moaning about not being able to meet up will not solve anything. This persistent, are we there yet, are we there yet, mentality is childish. As my father always used to say, we will get there when we get there. The Weekly Drone. Ah, yes indeed. Weekly Droner giving us some perspective there. And honestly, I kind of agree on some points. Uh, When it said that, you know, this kind of was expected and, you know, the constant... Are we there? Are we there yet? Kind of thing. Yeah, I can understand that. And yes, I can completely understand that we need to get through this global pandemic that is killing people. You know, it really isn't a joke. 
Um, <clears throat> you know, whenever you look at things in all intents and purposes, competitive piping and drumming is small fish in comparison to actual human life and health. So I completely agree on that front. However, I would like to disagree on some fronts that the piping scene is incredibly important to some, especially those who have piping and drumming as their living and their livelihood. You know, I'm not just talking about bagpipe and drum manufacturers. I'm also talking to actual players out there as well. The pandemic has had an awful effect on our Celtic and folk musicians who haven't been able to gig now in well over a year and have had to find all sorts of creative ways to try and keep their music going, releasing CDs, books, doing online live stream performances and all sorts to try and keep the wheels turning. So, yes, it is important to some and it may not be important to others. And yes, I do completely understand your viewpoint on perspective. Yeah. However, we are a bagpiping podcast. If we were a political news-based podcast, we will be talking all about the ongoing uh, lockdown restrictions and Brexit and all that sort of nonsense. But no, we're not about that. We talk about piping and drumming. And yeah, of course we're going to say, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Because that's what we're waiting for. We're waiting for the gates to open again and we can get back on the grass again. Because we're a piping-based pod. We talk about what's important to us. So, there you go. Thank you, Weekly Droner, whoever you may be. And, uh, yeah, I really appreciate your your thoughts on on that. That's fantastic. Okay, well, we're not done yet with Weekly Drones on this huge topic of cancellations of the big events. Aaron, I believe we have another Weekly Drone, don't we, mate? The Weekly Drone. Another Drone. This is not my first drone, and depending how long lockdown lasts, probably won't be my last. First of all, I must commend the RSPBA for making the correct call on the Scottish Championships and the World Championships this week. Few months late, in my opinion, but ultimately an incredibly tough decision, which has an effect on an awful lot of people not to mention the economic impact on the RSPBA themselves and the various local economies. That being said, I have to say I almost laughed out loud when I read the playing requirements had been reduced a while back there. Perfect demonstration of how to flog a dead horse. In Scotland, we were legally required to stay at home until very recently. Ban practices are not mentioned on any roadmap as yet, and quite rightly so. There are far greater priorities right now. I followed a post on your page a few weeks back, which threw up some quite interesting opinions. So much so that some individuals with connections to the RSPBA chipped in with some very valid points. All well and good so far. As the conversation got slightly more heated, a comment was made along the lines of If you want things to change, go and attend your local branch meetings. Without boring anyone with the details, I regularly attend my local branch meetings and often feel like I'm the only one voicing opinions. Do I feel like these opinions are taken on board? Absolutely not. 
Reports from the music board are not presented in such a way that prompts discussion amongst members. It's very much, this is how it is and it's up to you to accept their decision and move on. I'd have less of an issue if innovations were in the pipeline, but to put it frankly, they're not. 13 months of being in one big on and off lockdown, and all we've done is lament cancelled championships. Now I've come to accept that the RSPBA aren't going to embrace online competition. But there are plenty of other ways to engage with the membership. As a pipe major in a band with a lot of young members, I know for certain that something like an online workshop, seminar, recital, interview, etc. would go down an absolute treat right now. One every month with one of the many hugely influential people in pipe bands would be absolutely superb. This is well within the RSPBA's capabilities. Furthermore, I have absolutely no doubt that we have lost huge numbers of talented pipers and drummers so far during the pandemic, and we will only lose more if nothing is done. If the world solo drumming goes ahead, how many bandsmen and women will be unable to compete because their bands can't afford to pay or can't justify the RSPBA fees? It is 20 years since I first played in RSPBA competitions. I sincerely hope that this is only seen as a blip when I look back in 2041. The Weekly Drone And thank you to our Weekly Droner. Yeah, who knows what the piping scene will look like in 2041. I I just don't know. (laughs) But I dare say, you know, no one could have ever predicted this pandemic and the effect that it's had, really. Uh, But I don't know, that's for the conspiracy podcasts, I suppose, and not a piping one. Uh, Yeah, some very interesting thoughts there by Weekly Droner, and thank you very much for your opinions, honestly, very valuable. And uh, yeah, you raised a lot of very salient points there that we should really be taking on board. Now that we know that the rest of the season is off, now we're going to be watching to see what RSPBA actually do with their time. Like I said at the beginning of all of this piece, we have had that announcement saying that the Music Board will be launching this restart strategy. And we really hope that they're going to do something. Because I don't know what happened exactly last year during lockdown, but it didn't seem to be much. You know, in comparison with other organisations around the world internationally, especially in the United States and Australia and New Zealand, we did see a lot of proactive steps being taken by their associations to keep their membership engaged, especially with the sanctioning of some online competitions. Now, we do know that RSPBA aren't a fan of it as to the reasons why we don't know particularly but we have had it in black and white from them that they won't be doing any online competitions which i think honestly is a bit of a shame really i do think they're missing a trick now our weekly droner did suggest there possibly about monthly seminars or just something from the association honestly i agree you know i think that our association now should take advantage of the time 
and much like our musicians, try and keep the wheels turning until the gates open on on the, the field again, you know? So with that in mind, we'll certainly be watching developments from RSPBA to see exactly what Kevin Riley does in his new role. Uh, well, like I said, this is the first time we've actually had a statement from him uh, talking about things, and yeah, it's to announce the cancellation of the Worlds. So not a very positive start, I'm sure. Not an easy thing to do when you're brand new to the job. Uh, but, yeah, a necessary evil, I feel. Yeah. So there you are, folks. The Scottish is off and the world's is off. Again. So that's two years in a row with no major championships. <sighs> yeah, I think I do have it in good authority that, you know, Inverarian District will still remain our world champions until 2022. Is that how it works? <laughs> because they haven't had opportunity to defend their title. I I'm not sure. I'm only joking at this point. I'm trying to, trying to get people angry and just see the weekly drones coming in. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think suffice to say, ourselves in the Big Rab Show, we did have upcoming plans that if things were going to go ahead, that we will do what we can to try and cover things for you guys. Of course, like we always did back in 2019. Which is difficult to believe now, that's a couple of years ago. Yeah, so of course we would have been there, microphone in hand, camera in hand, and we would have been doing all we can to cover as much pipe and action as we could. So, with that in mind, ourselves in the Big Rab Show, we do have alternative plans, and yeah, they are definitely in motion. Now, if you do want to hear more about those and what we have planned on the Big Rab Show, then stay tuned. Or, of course, you can go and support us on Patreon, and you'll probably get the... A bit of the backroom chat in there and you'll see exactly what's going on. But yeah, suffice to say, ourselves and the Big Rab Show team, we will not be sitting on our hands doing nothing. Uh, we have big plans, actually, for a lot of great piping content coming over the next few months for you guys. It's going to be very, very cool. Especially next week. Yeah, I'm going to spoil it already at this point. Next week's podcast will be a feature episode. And we haven't done a feature episode in quite a while, actually. So I'm actually quite excited about this. It's it's special, all right. That this is a quite a special episode we've been working on for quite a while now, and we feel now because of all this negativity and terrible news that's been happening in the piping scene, we want to interject and put some positivity out there in the piping scene. So next week will be a feature episode, and you guys are going to want to listen to next week's pod. I'll say that. In fact, that's all I'm going to say because I'll spoil it if I say anything more. But yeah, next week's pod is a cracker. Okay, well, I think at this point I'll take a little short break for now and then we'll get into the news. Do you ever feel frustrated or stuck with your piping? Despite your huge investment of time, energy, money and passion, you thought you'd be further along by now. But you're struggling. Month after month, year after year to progress. Every piper deserves the feeling of true creative freedom every time they pick up their pipes. So why hasn't this happened for you? Why are you still stuck? At the Piper's Dojo, they've developed a step-by-step -step methodology called the Bagpipe Freedom Process that's proven to offer real solutions to get unstuck with your piping. For Big Rab Show listeners who'd like to try this process, we'd like to offer the Bagpipe Freedom Blueprint online course 100% free. The course is catered to your own individual strengths and weaknesses and offers a clear game plan to break free from bagpipe captivity. Whether your instrument just won't cooperate with you or your fingers are holding you back, 
clear-cut solutions lie ahead. To enrol in the Bagpipe Freedom Blueprint for free, simply visit dojouniversity.com forward slash bigrab or thebigrabshow.com forward slash dojo today. Yes. Don't forget to check out that incredible promotion that we have at the Piper's Dojo. I do know a good lot of you actually, following the last couple of pods, um, <clears throat> and we've been talking about this promotion, a good lot of you have actually signed up to it and are really starting to see the benefits of it already, even though we've really started it two weeks ago. And yeah, if you can, go take advantage of it. Honestly, quite an incredible promotion. Shout out to the Dojo. It's just brilliant to be able to bring that to the listeners of the pods. So fantastic stuff. All right, let's get into the news. But before we do, I want to give a quick mention then, of course, if you do want to contact us and take part in the start of the show, like you just heard there with listener mail and weekly drone, all that nonsense, you can email us, bigrabshow at gmail.com is our email address. That email address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. That's where the points of contact are if you have any questions, queries, or even suggestions for folk that we should be talking to. Or anything like that, you can email us in. Plus, of course, Weekly Drone, that is done through our website. You can, yeah, check it out. TheBigRabShow.com forward slash Weekly Drone. That's where it is. You can submit your story, your thoughts, your feelings on anything that we talk about on the pod or anything that's happening in the piping scene. That's where it's at. And you can do it completely anonymously, which is the beauty of it, I suppose. Okay. Let's get into the piping news. Now, forgive me, international listeners, right now, I'm going to talk very specifically about Northern Ireland for a second. Things here in Northern Ireland have been developing really quite quickly as far as the reaction to the global pandemic is concerned. COVID-19 here in Northern Ireland doesn't appear to be gripping quite as hard and as terribly as what's happening in the rest of the UK. Uh, Yeah, so parts of Scotland and England are starting to see easing of lockdown restrictions with various little things starting to reopen again, like outdoor bars and restaurants. They are starting to see hairdressers starting to open up as well. Little things, little things. And they're starting to allow, you know, limited gatherings outdoors of up to six people in some cases. And we're starting to see changes here in Northern Ireland as well. Specifically, the reason why I'm talking about it in the first place is that on the 23rd of April, this week, on Friday, the restrictions here in Northern Ireland will relax sufficiently enough to allow band practice to happen outdoors. This is the first time we've seen this since summer of last year. Now, the last time that they eased the restrictions sufficiently enough to allow bands back to practice, it lasted... Maybe a week, two weeks. And then we fell into another lockdown. During that time, bands weren't able to physically get together or, you know, organize a practice fast enough. Um, You know, a couple of weeks notice and by the time everybody was ready to meet, then the restrictions changed and that was it. So no bands that I'm aware of had a practice, (laughs) which is a bit rubbish, considering we haven't been able to play together in possibly well over a year at this point. So, very exciting news for pipers and drummers here in Northern Ireland that we are starting to see the easing of lockdown sufficiently enough that we're able to practice outdoors. Now, the government here in Northern Ireland were actually very specific about this and said that its band, static band practice can be held outdoors in, yeah, in a well-ventilated area and all the rest with social distancing and, you know, 
all that sort of stuff, hand sanitizing and face masks, all that. So, yeah, this is the first time we could see bands here, specifically in Northern Ireland, being able to gather outdoors and play again. Now, I have to say, I know a lot of folk here in Northern Ireland had seen this news drop on the 15th and they were like, oh my God, and they were straight on the phone to their pipe major going, right, when's band practice? Uh, right, Friday, the rules change. I'll be there Saturday morning. We're having a Saturday practice. All day Saturday. Let's do this. Let's do this! And I do know a lot of bands out there were dead excited to get practicing. However, what I'm hearing is that a lot of bands out there are having extreme difficulty. And I mean extreme difficulty getting their membership gathered up again to go and practice. A serious amount of bands out there have found that their membership, yes, we haven't played. Yes, I haven't lifted those pipes in over a year. That's fine. It's kind of expected, really. You know, we don't expect anyone to start practicing pipes every week when there's no competition to play for. But I do know that a lot of bands out there are frantically phoning around their membership right now, trying to gather people up and hopefully get a practice together. And uh, I think, by all intents and purposes, the feedback is is that a lot of bands might not even be able to practice because they have no membership. We had it earlier there in a weekly drone saying that we could possibly lose a lot of pipers and drummers because of this. Because, let's face it, they'll fill their time with other stuff. I do know a lot of folks out there, actually, who were never really into comics and movies and video games and stuff like that. Kind of like I was. I was a little bit of a closet nerd. I did like all Star Wars and stuff. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. And uh, suddenly, people who never once would ever talk to me about stuff like The Mandalorian or, you know, the prequels (laughs) and Star Wars were suddenly asking me questions about Jar Jar Binks and all the rest and Grogu and all this. You know, I'm like, what? Are you starting to watch all this now? He says, well, Rab, I've nothing else to do. So, yeah, I'm starting to find a lot of folk out there in the piping scene are finding other things to fill their time. And let's face it, you know, when there's a lot of time on your hands, you do fill it with other stuff that isn't piping related if there's no competitions happening. So, whenever they're talking about this restart strategy and band engagement and all the rest, I think it really doesn't need to be taken care of at an association level. I think the work really at the moment is at a band and grassroots level. Yeah, this has been really quite scary to hear these rumours and to hear these conversations with bands folk here in Northern Ireland to say, yes, they've allowed us back to practice. Uh, Will we have a band to go back to practice? I think I've spoken about this in previous podcasts before, of telling people to get the pipes from under the bed or in the closet somewhere and get them out and blow a tune You never know because they'll let us back in practice someday. Well, now it's happening and we're finding people are a bit reluctant to get the pipes out. It's like, ah, I can't be bothered now. You know, two nights every week and then a competition on a Saturday. Whereas I could lay here in front of my Netflix and, you know, (laughs) I could sit and binge much my way through whatever TV show it is. So, you know, people are filling their time with other stuff and we are starting to see a reduction in numbers of people getting involved in piping and drumming. And that's a real issue that has is actively happening right now. So I have to say, if you're involved in the piping scene here in Northern Ireland in any small way at all, lift the phone, talk to your PM, talk to your lead tipper, let them know, hey, look, I'm available for practice, just let me know when it's happening, if you're up for it. 
you know, uh, yeah, yeah, we really need to see engagement from the piping scene here. That's one of the things that we're really worried about, you know, really actively. This pandemic has given us a year of sitting on the couch, and now we have to get up off our backsides and go and play some tunes, and a lot of people are a bit reluctant to get up and actually go and do it. So, uh, yeah, I guess we're going to have some motivational podcasts coming up in the near future to get people off their butts and go and do some playing. Uh, but one thing I would recommend that you do, now I'm not preaching or anything like that, I'll get off my soapbox here very soon. But yeah, for folks here in the Northern Ireland scene, your bands are worried and want you back at practice, but remind yourself as to why you did it in the first place. Our word of the week this week is proud. And let's face it, anytime you've lifted that instrument and you've played a tune or whatever and you've set it down, you have felt some sense of that word. And just remind yourself of that. You know, that you did play this instrument for a reason. That feeling that it gave you playing a good tune. There's nothing beats it. There's nothing beats it. So, yeah, or what you can do is what I've been doing is I've been re-watching the footage from the National Championships down under in Australia and just wishing that I can get back on the grass again in a competition. Uh, so, yeah, whatever you need to do to motivate you to play, do it. Get those pipes under your arm, get the sticks in your hand, and, yeah, let's get back out there to band practice again. Because, yeah, like I said, a lot of bands out there are genuinely worried but, yeah, they'll not have a band to actually field and practice. So, yeah, worrying times. As we do hear more developments on this story, of course, we will let you know. Um, but, yeah, especially if there's any bands out there in particular who do need some help with membership and stuff. Let's face it, we may be getting into some recruitment drives for some bands. So, yeah, watch this space, of course. We'll keep you updated. Okay, I have to give a mention, of course, talking about recruitment then. I have to give a shout to the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland. These guys are awesome. Now, of course, the band themselves have been on a little bit of the recruitment drive themselves. If you're aged between 10 and 25 and want to get involved with the guys at the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland, there hasn't been a better time. Applications close on May 7th and are available through thepipingcentre.co.uk. If you are interested in taking part in the band... And, uh, yeah, that tells you all about the audition process, the application process, and you also have to send in a short video of yourself performing. So, yeah, all full details are up there on the the Piping Centre's website. Like I said, the deadline is May the 7th, and uh, this this band is incredible. The opportunities that you will get playing with the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland is second to none. The ability to travel, all of that. So go to the Piping Centre's website right now, stick in your application, And, uh, yeah, the rest, as they say, will be history. It'll be absolutely brilliant. You will not regret it, indeed. Okay, moving on, I have to give a little mention to this weekend, of course, is the Scarivore livestream concert on board. That's all I'm going to mention it for this week. I've been plugging it now for the last couple of weeks. Go and get your tickets. On board is happening this weekend. Their tickets are available through the Eventbrite website. Go and grab them now when you can. Yes, that's all I'm going to say. Go on, Scarivore. (laughs) Okay, I have to give a mention to a good friend of the show now, actually, Bruce Gandhi. Yes, he was the big winner, of course, at the BC Piper Association in their annual gathering. Yeah, he lifted all the top spot. Yeah, he picked up the Open Peabra competition by playing the Big Spree, and he also lifted second in the MSR, which gave him enough points in aggregate to lift it overall. So congratulations to Bruce Gandhi. 
yeah, absolutely stellar performance. I th- yeah, fantastic stuff. I also have to give uh, an honourable mention to Kyle Howe as well. He won the Open Jig. And to John Dew as well. John actually featured in second place in the Jig. And he also came in third in the MSR and fourth in the Open Peabrook. So not a bad performance by John Dew of the Up to the Line Pipe Bad Podcast. There you go. So for more information, of course, on the full rundown, hashtag list of all of the winners and stuff from the BC Pipers Association Annual Gathering, you can go and check it out. It's listed now on Pipestrum's website. Yeah. Now, as far as getting any actual performances from the BC Pipers Association event, I'm not sure. I have seen sporadic uploads every now and again here and there. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) It's difficult to pin down, I'd say. But yeah, if anybody out there does spot any recordings from this event, then definitely send them in our direction. We'd love to see them and we'll share them out. Okay, I want to give a little plug this week to Ross Miller. Now, you guys know Ross Miller has released his brand new book, The Rook, to accompany his album called The Rook, the same title. Well, he's actually... He's giving something really quite cool away. Yeah, he's given a signed copy of both the book and the album by running a karaoke competition. <laughs> this is brilliant. Now, if you haven't seen this, go to Ross Miller Music on his social media where he has given you the step-by-step instructions on how to take part in his competition. The closing date for this is Wednesday the 28th, so you do have a week to take part in this. Uh, step one is you have to download a back and track. Step two is you have to practice your own version of a particular solo on a track. Step three then is you record the video of yourself playing your version, and then you send it through to him on the website, and then he'll judge the best one to get a signed copy. I think this is incredible. Normally you would see like like and share and all that sort of business, but this is making people work for it. So I can't wait to see the results of this. All the various different creative people out there, I dare say there'll be some incredible solos produced for this. So there you go. Go and have a look at Ross Miller Music. Uh, Definitely very interesting competition. I can't wait to see the results of that. Very exciting stuff. Now, I want to plug a little gig that's happening on Saturday yeah, there was a gig happening, I should say. There was a live stream from Manran uh, this past week on April 3rd. Did you guys see it? <sighs> That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, go and check it out. It's up there now on their YouTube channel. You can watch back at it. For those of you who are fans of Manran, well worth looking at. Also, seeing how we're giving shout-outs on the show this week, I have to give a very happy birthday to the PLC, Perth Pipe Band. Yes, they're celebrating 40 years in the business and they celebrated by uploading quite an incredible video of the band performing and uh, simply brilliant. If you haven't seen this yet, go into your Google or your search engine, whatever, type it in PLC Pipe Band and you'll find it. So PLC Perth Pipe Band are celebrating 40 years on the road and simply brilliant, fantastic stuff. Now... I also have to move on to say that the Yuspapa Southern Branch are holding a town hall meeting. Uh, For those of you who are members of such, uh, it's going to be held on the 22nd of April at 7pm Eastern Standard Time. And special guest will be Michael Gray. Now this thing will all be live streamed live, of course, on YouTube and Facebook and stuff. So I think it's open to everyone. You can actually join in and, yeah, join the crack. Now I don't know if Michael Gray will actually be performing or not. Not sure. But uh, yeah, a Southern Branch Town Hall meeting. Looking forward to that, actually. Yeah, could be really exciting stuff. 
There you are. Now, I have to give a shout to uh, Talisk as well. Yeah. Now, I know they're not a pipe band as such, but they have been involved in the piping scene for quite a while, playing a lot of various different trad gigs around the UK. And they have lined up a special Glasgow show that'll be going on sale, hopefully very soon. And the gig itself will happen on Saturday the 14th of May. For more information, you can check out Talisk on their social media. And if you haven't checked out Talisk yet, you're really missing the trick. <laughs> Seriously, they're an incredible band. I'm looking forward to seeing them back on stage again. Awesome stuff. Now, I have to say that over in sunny Scotland, um, when we're talking about restrictions and rules lifting and such, we are starting to see non-essential retail in Scotland actually opening from the 26th of April. And that means that the National Piping Centre, Shop and others of such irk can open on the 26th of April. Now, I have to say, this is such positive news. Ourselves here on uh, Northern Ireland, we have to wait until the 30th, so an extra few days. Uh, but, yeah, it's great to see a lot of our piping distributors and retailers and such being able to open their doors again in the UK. Uh, so, yeah, I just wanted to give a quick plug. Actually, you know, a lot of good, great shops are going to be finally opening their doors again following a long period of lockdown. Yeah, so shout out to all those guys who get the chance to open their doors this weekend if not next weekend. So, fantastic stuff. If you can, spare the odd bob or two. Go and help support your local piping retailers. And, uh, yeah, drop them a few quid. It's been difficult times during all of this pandemic nonsense. So, yeah, why not? Go and help support them. Okay. Well, guys, if you've lasted to this long in the podcast, then you can breathe a sigh of relief because, yeah, that's all the piping news for this week. <laughs> and it's time, finally, for me to go and get myself a big cup of tea. It's time for the Topic of the Week. LoneStarPiper.com Your one-stop shop for all of your piping and drumming needs. Thanks to the continued support of their friends and customers throughout the years, Lone Star Piper is now the official retailer for R.G. Hardy in the United States of America. From custom hand-sewn Gallic-themed kilts and uniforms to R.G. Hardy and Henderson bagpipes. LoneStarPiper.com has you covered from head to toe. With RG Hardy's extensive line of products, they have everything you need to be successful on or off the grass. If you have any questions about any of the products they carry, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com, helping champions look and sound their best. McLennan Bagpipes. From North American artisan bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan. From Euston, Scotland, they adhere to the highest traditions of Scottish bagpipe making, using the finest materials, employing bespoke design and committing to constant innovation and evolution. Including exciting new products such as the Elevation Chanter, plus restoration work on vintage bagpipes for the next generation. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McClellan Bagpipes. Born in Scotland, made in the USA. The British Drum Company is a young player in the drumming world that has established its reputation as a manufacturer of exceptional drum kits and it's now turning its attention to the bagpiping world. The world of pipe band drumming is represented by the Axial Range. Launched in August 2019 with innovative features developed alongside British Drum Co. International Marching Specialist Jim Kilpatrick, MBE. The stunning axial range 
was then selected by the Grade 1 Drum Corps of Glasgow Police Pipe Band for the 2020 season. British Drum Co. drums are all handmade, made by craftsmen in Stockport in the UK. The build quality and attention to every detail is second to none, contributing to British Drum Co.'s reputation as artisan makers of some of the finest drums available today. These drums are available only through approved British Drum Co. specialist dealers. For more information on all British Drum Co. products, please visit BritishDrumCo.com or follow on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. The British Drum Company. Look amazing, sound amazing, feel amazing. Hello, this is Fred Morrison and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Ah, yes. Topic of the week time, my favourite time of the week. And uh, yeah, this week we're going to be chatting to a fella called Graham Peters. And yeah, we're going to get into why you should be listening to this week's topic of the week, especially if you're a drummer. Now, it's not only for drummers, mind you. There is something in here for pipers. Um, But yeah, he is owner and creator of the website Alba Rhythm. And we get to hear about all the incredible story and exactly what they offer. Now, the video, of course, of this interview will be brought to our YouTube channel later in the week. So if you aren't subscribed to The Big Rab Show on YouTube, then you need to go over there to YouTube. Subscribe now. We do drop videos and stuff every week. And, yeah, definitely worth watching uh, this one because we do review the website and we actually view it. We look at it and different things and I ask questions. Very, very interesting interview. So, Rab, shut your face. It's that time of the week. (laughs) Topic of the week time. All right. So, yeah, let's introduce Graham to the Big Rab Show podcast. So, welcome to the podcast. A guy who's really quite interesting, and you're about to find out why. Mr. Graham Peters, how are you, sir? I'm very well. Thank you very well. Thanks for having me on. Good. Well, we had to have you on because you kind of been involved in a bit of an interesting project from the drumming world. And we're going to talk about that coming up, actually. But first of all, I want to let you introduce yourself. First of all, uh, do you want to give a bit of your piping and drumming background? Uh, yes, quite a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, obviously, my name's Graham Peters. Um, I have been competing for a while. Um, started off in kind of grade 4B in Preston Pans. Um, I've worked my way through, played most grades so far and do a lot of teaching nowadays, so teaching is mostly what I do just now. Um, I'm involved in, or I have been involved in a lot of schools, I'm now involved in uh, Queen Victoria School and um, I'm involved in the Army Cadet Force um, on the national training team there and I run Algorithm, which is what you're about to talk about soon as well, so yeah, quite a lot of kind of different avenues there. Excellent stuff. So you have been involved in the competitive piping and drumming scene as yeah. well as piping and drumming in the military, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. How do you find the two worlds kind of intermingle with each other? They're two separate worlds, I think. I mean, they are two completely different things, but like you say, they do, they do kind of cross paths quite a bit. Um, there are, years gone by, the military has had a phenomenal amount of pipers, you know, that have come through the ranks and yeah. and um, been absolutely phenomenal pipers. There hasn't been that many phenomenal drummers that have come out. There have been a few, don't get me wrong. Um, Mick O'Neill being one, uh, John Eagle, a few others, you know, there's quite a few, but not anywhere near as many um, drummers, I would say. So they, they do intermingle, you know, there's a lot of kind of tuition, a lot of kind of, kind of hard work that goes on to... To train your drummers in the military and whatever else, but I think there's there's, there's ways that it could improve. I would say, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and if anything, we know that a lot of uh, military pipe bands have been involved in competition themselves and have been quite successful, you know? Yeah. So it's yeah. not as if the plane is any way substandard at all. It's possibly up there with some of the higher echelons yeah, for sure. Absolutely, yeah. I'm not, not disagreeing with that at all. Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of phenomenal musicians, musicianship going on in the army. The only, the only issue the army has is really nine times out of ten it's when the hierarchy don't understand what it's all about and they, ah. you know, they, they move pipe bands about and they move yeah. individuals about and that's when it becomes obviously a bit tricky but you know if, if the military wants to get its, its act together in terms of you know um, understanding what its pipe bands do and what they're all mm-hmm. about then I think the military could be a, a force to be reckoned with you know there you are um, I'd have to agree yeah and who knows we may see more actual military bands in competition in the future who knows uh, but Graham I have to talk to you about your tuition and everything you're involved heavily with teaching drumming at the moment do you want to tell us then a bit about your uh, teaching credentials and stuff and what you're involved in sure no problem at all so Started off years ago, um, I was on a job in Germany uh, and a big friend of mine, um, I'm Andy Gray, was going to approach me and said, I'm looking for a drumming instructor, do you know anyone that's in Edinburgh? And I hadn't, hadn't really taught it at the time, you know, and I was kind of thinking, who do I know in Edinburgh at the time? Mm-hmm. And I must have sat there for about three or four days, you know, I was, I was living in Perth at the time, mm-hmm. and I was about three or four days in this job, and it suddenly clicked, hey, I could do that, <laughs> you know, there you I'm go. involved in drumming, I, I can do these kind of things. <laughs> um, so I got myself involved in that school and I was travelling down from Perth down to Edinburgh, you know, getting the train and it was, it was a horrendous journey, it was horrible. Um, but I really loved doing it, you know, and it was really kind of a rewarding mm. job to do, you know, kind of seeing the kids progress and we ended up getting the kids out and getting the, competing for the first time and all that kind yeah. of stuff. And it was really, really exciting, you know, and I think I just sort of got the bug, you know, I got the, I got a taste for it and I realised what was potentially out there, ended up getting like hundreds of drummers almost at the school you know and just started kind of pumping them out pretty much um, mm. <clears throat> and then all these other opportunities started to arise and got involved in Glen Armand College um, I've been involved in a lot of the um, the Piping and Drumming Trust um, been involved in a few of those projects the Vale of Athol and uh, um, Balerno Schools and all that kind of stuff and yeah so there's been quite a lot of different projects That's um, it. you've been quite a busy man Graham if you don't mind me saying yeah, yeah. I think the biggest issue I've had has been too many projects, really, and I'd rather sometimes kind of consolidate yeah. it all into, into one kind of one area. That would be a, a good thing to do, I think. That's yeah. indeed. Now, my first introduction to yourself, uh, personally, is whenever you were in charge of the Vale in Grade 3B and then sure. up to 3A. Are you still involved with the guys at the Vale? Uh, not so much, not so much. I'm still good friends with all the guys in the band and all the guys that were in the band at the time when I was when I was the leading drummer there. But, um, yeah, mm-hmm. not, not as much. Um I do now and again get a wee phone call or a wee kind of text and say, kind of, how you doing? It'd be good to have you back and all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah. it's just a bit of a, a journey for me nowadays. Um, no, that's it okay. indeed. Yeah. Because, well, I have to get into Alba Rhythm then in that case. Uh, we're talking about your online, your tuition and stuff with various schools and stuff, but you're doing a lot online. Um, I think for those of you who are watching the video actually on our YouTube channel, you're actually going to see the website right now. But do you want to describe the folks then listening to the podcast right now? What is Algorithm? What is this? So essentially through the years of teaching and whatever else, I've realised that there's very little in the way of educational materials for drummers. There's very Mm -hmm. little out there. You know, you've got the PDQB syllabus, which is great. Um, It's the the update that it's just had recently has definitely improved it. Absolutely. But I just thought there's very little in the way of educational material to help teach drummers, you know? Yeah. Everyone that... Over the years, I've just seen people learning one-to-one in a band, play this, play that, and there's there's very little structure. So 
I've just tried to create a, a kind of a structure in which I could teach, um, you know, and make make my life so much easier as an instructor. You know, having that kind of syllabus that I can work through, and it makes my pupils' life so much easier as well. Knowing exactly what it is they need to do, they've got that sort of that structure available that they can just follow follow mm-hmm. the syllabus, and then they just gradually progress through that. You know. Um, there you go. So essentially what, what you're offering here is like a structured syllabus. We're looking at the website here now and we see some of your best sellers. There's actually three levels, but you're mentioning that there's eight levels in total. And so, now these are books that can be used by both people who are learning, but also tutors who are teaching at the moment. And they can use this for their students. Not right. Absolutely, yeah, and I think it's it's, it's been a great tool for me. I mean, obviously, I'm a bit biased because I wrote the, the, the stuff, but <laughs> it, it genuinely has been a great tool because I, I can easily just set work, set targets. Here's here's play this page, play that page. You know, mm-hmm. here's all the what I call the building blocks. Learn the rudiments, learn the fundamentals, or work on the technique exercises. There's music theory in there. You know, there's there's an absolute ton of just different things that that you would need as as a drummer in all yeah. levels. So this it kind of covers quite a bit. And it just means that all I need to do is set targets for my drummers and they can just sit and work through it on their own. I can just guide them through what they're doing and it just makes my life as an instructor far easier, you know? There you go. And any instructor for that matter. Yeah, so the reason why I'm particularly interested in this is because, like you say, there's been very limited kind of online tuition sources for drummers at the moment and syllabuses like this haven't really existed before. And this is something that's really quite unique. So how many levels have you guys got on offer on your site at the moment? I can see there's three different levels here at the moment, but is there any further than that? Currently there is three. The level four book is pretty much finished, to be honest. I'm just, um, <clears throat> the way I've kind of structured it is I, I don't really take any profit from, from the money that comes in from the books. Um, the way that I work it is, they are on the slightly more expensive side, but the idea is it costs me about £6 to print the book. Um, so I'm taking £6 for the book itself, mm-hmm. £6 for the reprint of that book, and then £6 of it print, helps to print the next book. You know, So the money that comes in is essentially just paying for... Helping to fund the next level, the next level. yeah. So hmm. I've, I've almost got it to a, a, state, a state in which um, it's, it's going to supporting itself and it's just going to keep paying for the next levels and the next levels. Um, and obviously there's the, the website hosting and all that kind of stuff as well that's involved yeah, that's, in it. So That's it, it that we are. all have, indeed. Yeah, but no, what I'm really interested in, Graham, is with each book that is here, at the moment we have three books available, but we also have videos, we have a drum score library, there's all sorts of theory worksheets and a Facebook group and stuff. There seems to be a serious amount of content in and around the syllabus as well you know it's not just the book you don't just purchase the book and that's you done it seems to be a whole load of other stuff available here as well yeah well I'm, I'm still kind of working on putting a lot of it together and um, i've made the mistake of trying to do it all myself um, and that's oh, been no. a, a massive problem <laughs> <laughs> um years ago I, I kind of had a few people helping me out and then i suddenly started to find a lot of the content that I was doing online mm-hmm. that these people were sharing around with their friends and whatever else and i thought you know what i, I could easily sell digital downloads and all that kind of stuff but it just means that everyone would then have access to absolutely everything and then I wouldn't be able to mm. produce any more because I wouldn't have the, the money coming in for it. So um, I kind of took the, the, the rogue approach of doing it all myself and I've, I've bitten off far too much and, you know, um, far too much work for myself. But I'm slowly kind of getting through it. I'm getting through the levels. As I say, the level four book's pretty much finished. Mm-hmm. I just need to just kind of tidy that up a little bit and then get that published as well. Yeah, so um, I think this, honestly, it's an incredible resource for both people who are learning, 
you know, and new to the whole drumming theory, but also for tutors, you know, and, and they can hand this out to their your pupils and say, here, we'll work our way through book one, book two. You know, I, I honestly think it's invaluable. Another thing, Graham, I really I'm interested in is these piping recordings. Now, are these available then, obviously, to purchase through your site, but you can use them whenever you're competing in the likes of online solos and stuff like that? Absolutely. Yeah, so that, that's been a big thing for us recently is um, the whole online thing. But everyone being in lockdown and all that kind of stuff, you know, it's been yeah. an absolute you know terrible terrible year for piping and drumming really mm. um although i have to say that the one good thing that has come out of it is i think we have moved um as you know as a as a group of people to like forward in using the whole technology side of things i think we've done really well to do that mm. um so i think i've just kind of taken that on board and there's actually rachel approached me and said listen like i want to i want to get involved you know how, how can i how can i help you and what can i do Mm-hmm. And I thought, kind of piping lessons isn't really kind of, it's not that I don't want to offer it as such, but you know, it's more about the whole drumming side of things just now. Yeah. Um, it's just, well, how's about I try and help your drummers and offer, you know, some sort of, um, uh, you know, kind of piping service in which you, you can have these recordings. And I thought, ah, that's mm-hmm. actually a really, really good idea, you know. So yeah. I thought it was a phenomenal idea. So yeah, she's very kindly volunteered to, to offer her services and then. Um, yeah, we've bitten our hand off for that, you know. It is. It's, it's, it's fantastic for sure. Because that, that's one thing, honestly, you know, from a solo drummer perspective, yeah. uh, finding a piper is yeah. deadly hard. I don't know. <laughs> it's so difficult. So to have this available through your site is honestly, it's a godsend for some drummers. Absolutely. So there's also, not just for snare drumming, there's also there's bass and tenor on here as well. Um, yeah. So it covers all aspects of pipe band drumming. So honestly, I think it's fantastic. It's an incredible website. You have to go and check it out, folks, if you're listening right now. Also, for the folks watching the video, go and browse the site at your own leisure. I didn't click on everything there. You know, go and have a view at it. Um, so, Graham, what does the future hold for yourselves then at Alba Rhythm? Uh, how do you um, see the site growing? So, absolutely. So, I'm looking to finish off the, the syllabus. Mainly, that's my, my kind of my first goal. But at the same time. Um, through through my work in teaching snare, I also end up kind of doing a lot of tuition on the tenor and bass and things like that as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not a tenor drummer whatsoever. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I kind of I get sort of roped into these things far too easily. You know, I struggle to say no sometimes, so I end up kind of doing a little bit of stuff. Um, through that though, a friend of mine, Vicky Paul, she's very kindly helped. I'm oh, sorry, um, offered her services to help put some mm-hmm. tenor um, content together. So I'm actually working on putting together the first tenor drumming book as well. Oh right, um, there's another book coming out for tenors too. That's the plan, yeah. So it's, it's ah. still a work in progress just now, but um, we're, we're putting that together, um, and it's going to be following the exact same structure from the, the books. Um, all the music theory is going to be the same across the board. You know, all the technique exercises. There's going to be slightly different for the tenor, obviously, but mm. a lot of it kind of ties in together. But there's a lot of obviously visual um, <clears throat> visual work being done for the tenors. Yeah. So I'm just working on setting up how we're going to translate that from a kind of book to no, they're kind of video format so you can actually see the flourishes going on yeah all that kind of stuff as well so that's that's a bit of a project that's going on just now as well um but yeah right now it's really just trying to finish off the the, the books finish off the syllabus you know and offer as much as i possibly can um as i was saying i've realized that i've taken on quite a lot of work myself <laughs> um so I'm, I'm at the process now but i'm looking at you know, taking people on board and taking think taking ideas on board and asking for a bit more kind of help around that kind of uh, aspect and getting yeah. more educational materials together and kind of getting some more drum scores together and all that kind of stuff just to create a big library of stuff that people can use because you know it's so hard to kind of come across 
um, the right material, you know, for for the yes. particular level you're at. There's so many people, absolute phenomenal drummers that are doing things online just now. But at the same time, you know, these phenomenal drummers are doing phenomenal things, and if you're not at that level yet, are you going to learn much from that? You know, yeah, that, that's um, it indeed. Yeah. So that, not that I'm dismissing what they're doing. I think, I think what they're doing is fantastic, but I think we just need to try and bridge that gap a little bit and try and offer as much as we can to to everyone at every stage, and that's that's what I'm trying to do just now. Indeed. So this brings you right from grassroots, how to hold a pair of sticks in the first place, Absolutely. all the way through the hornpipe jig, <laughs> you know, Absolutely. all of that. What we're doing. We've even started off with kind of, I'm structuring the books in a way that you start off with level one, it's just learning the basics, you know, level two, you're starting to kind of develop on the basics and then put mm. that into context and drum scores and phrases, um, just really basic stuff, you know, but you're only really learning how to play a march. But on the um, on the website there, I'm going. To, I'm just about to start uploading an absolute ton of drum scores that, that I've got ready for it as well. But we're talking like strathspeys, reels, hornpipes, all that kind of stuff. But just really, really basic scores, yeah. so that if there's anyone at that level who just happens to be playing these tunes, then they've got some drum scores they can use. Or they they've can got use stuff those. That they can help yeah. Them. Graham, it's fantastic. Honestly, I've been browsing through the site now for a while. I know we just did briefly there on our video, but um, seriously, go and have a look at the website yourselves, guys, listening to this, and obviously in the video, there's a wealth of material on there uh, for drummers. And just in case you may not be aware of Algorithm, go and check it out. And as you've just heard, there'll be more from them in the future. Graham, thanks so much for chatting to us on the show, mate. I really appreciate your time. It's much appreciated. And keep up the great work, mate. We'll be sure, chatting thanks. to you again in future, I'm sure. Will do. Thank you. And there you have it. <laughs> Fantastic stuff. Thank you, Graham, for taking time to chat to us here on the show and telling us all about Algorithm. I do know some of you out there may well be aware of Algorithm and exactly what they do, but I have to say, in recent months, they've certainly been working furiously hard on the stuff that they can produce, and there's been a lot of updates on Algorithm. Whenever I first discovered the website, they didn't do half the stuff that they do now. And that's the reason why we're talking to Graham on this week's pod, just to kind of draw your attention to the quite incredible stuff that they have available over there. So go and have a look at it at your leisure. Algorithm, definitely worth looking at for drummers, pipers, and anyone really who wants to get into some sort of education, you know, some amazing resources on there for sure. There you are. All right, guys, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. I have to say a huge thank you for downloading this week. And each and every week that you guys hit on that download button, it means the world to us. Plus, of course, a massive shout out to our supporters over there on Patreon. You guys are awesome. Helping the wheels keep turning here on the Big Rab Show, especially during these difficult times of the global pandemic, of course. Help support your fellow podcaster by going and clicking support on Patreon. There are tons of stuff back there that you guys can enjoy. Plus, our feature episode, which is coming next week, you guys on Patreon will actually get early access to that. So, yep, there you go. Another perk for being a Patreon member. Plus, you get our Fuse FM Battle Money Radio Show, episodes of Rab Show Plus, exclusive interviews that never seen the light of day, just over there on Patreon, and so much stuff. So go and check it out. Patreon is where it's at, folks. All right, guys. Again, thank you for clicking download this week. And yes, I know the news is suitably depressing this week. (sighs) No worlds. It's like telling someone there's no Christmas. And trust me, there's no one feels it more than any of us on the Rab Show team. When we heard the news, we were all suitably depressed, I feel. We all had a wash of, ah, come over us all. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) But we did see it coming, and yes, ourselves in the Rab Show, we have planned accordingly. And 
Just because the major season is cancelled, that does not mean that we're done. If anything, the total opposite. Ourselves here in the Big Rab Show, we will kick things up a gear. And we've got a lot of incredible content coming your guys' way in the near future. None more so than next week with our feature episode. I honestly can't wait to bring you this episode next week, guys. It's an absolute thumper. I cannot wait for it. Until then, guys. That's me. I am out the door. Don't forget to continue to follow us on social media throughout the week as we bring you all the latest news and views and stuff from throughout the piping world. Don't forget, check out thebigrabshow.com for a weekly drone, of course. And we have our ongoing promotion with the Piper's Dojo and loads of other stuff up there on our website right now. And don't forget to email us as well. If you have any questions, queries or suggestions, you can email us in, of course, as always, bigrabshow at gmail.com. We always love to hear from you. All right, guys, we're out the door. Until next week, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date with all the latest news and views from the piping world. And also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.